Warning, ProTri News is a podcast with different opinions, knowledge and possibly fake news about triathlon racing. This is not for the faint of heart. If you get offended or hurt by what is said, please stop listening and go listen to some uplifting meditation music or just go work out, then try again. Hello, welcome back to another episode. I'm joined with Pat by Matt Sharp, winner of the St. Anthony Try this weekend. Matt, how's it going? Yeah, good, good. Uh, I was able to, uh, you know, have a good race yesterday and then flew back. So I'm back in Boulder now and uh, waking up this morning. My legs are pretty, pretty toast right now. So tell us what happened. Yeah. Because it was a race, sprint finish. Yeah. Hey, do you want the sprint I mean, first or do you want the whole race? Well, we, we let's go. The whole- we heard, though, that, I mean, it was a done deal for Ben Canute with a mile to go. So, I mean, you walk us through the whole race, but I mean, obviously you know the reports we were getting and then what what happened are two very different things it was it was wild hey um like ben you know he was gone from the start of the swim i was just just on the feet of of his group and and i just lost it like they were they were moving um and so he basically was out front the whole time doing a big big effort to to be there and um yeah definitely when i was heading out onto the run i i wasn't planning on catching him i was just trying to do my thing um but uh, the way the race played out, you know, Ben was out front on the bike. Didn't really see him at all except for the couple turnarounds. Um, I had Eric Lagerstrom who led our group out of the water. And we were kind of like queuing off each other. You know, we'd put in some big surges. And, and I think we, we put in a big effort early on the bike and kind of separated ourselves from some of the chasing guys who weren't too, too far off in the swim. You know, guys like Jason West and Jackson, who are, who are great athletes. Um, and so coming off the bike, Eric and I were, were kind of together with another guy, Danilo from Brazil. Um, and you know, I just went off on the run, just basically ran my rhythm. Uh, I didn't want to go too hard and, and, you know, to try and catch Ben and, and potentially blow up. And honestly, I didn't see him for a very long time. <laughs> it was like the way the course is there's twists and turns and it's not a whole lot of visibility. So, when I actually first saw him, it was kind of like maybe four kilometers in four ish. Um, and he was just further up the road and, you know, I don't know how he's feeling. I don't know what's going on. I'm just focusing on what I'm doing, but it's always easier when you have something ahead of you <laughs> to chase. Yeah. And by the, by the time we hit the, the first or like the 180 to head back home, you know, roughly halfway, I could see that I'd made up a good amount of time and, and he just, he put in a big effort. So it looked like he was, he was, you know, working hard. Uh, and so basically I just said, okay, really try and crank this next couple K and, you know, around each turn, I could see I was getting a little closer, a little closer, but he was still had a good gap. Um, and I was just trying to, again, stay in my race plan, taking the nutrition and all that kind of stuff. And once it became clear, I was going to catch him. I really didn't want to, again, try and blow myself up to 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 get him i wanted it to be a nice steady effort so that you know if it came down to a sprint i'd, I'd have some legs still to uh to have a go and i guess in the last i, I don't really know maybe 1k 1.2k something like that is when i came up on him and i ran beside him for a little bit i tried to do a surge he matched it so I was like, okay, just just get to the finish and get to the straightaway, and then we'll 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 crank down. And that's what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be the two of us. But uh, I think with like 400 meters to go, uh, all of a sudden I hear these footsteps and this breathing coming up from behind, super hot. And it's uh, 
and it's Matt McElroy. And obviously he's an incredible runner and, and he worked hard to, to catch back up. But it was almost like he ran so fast that he was like running into the back of us, like a car or something. It was, it was crazy. It was just like, whoa, here's Matt. So that changed the dynamic. You know, we got 400 meters to go. We got Ben, who I know is a great sprinter. And, and I don't know where he's at, if he's super tired or not. You got Matt McElroy, who's, I think he's like an NCAA champion runner, amazing triathlete. Uh, and then you got myself, who I know I can sprint, but you've got three good sprinters going at the same time. And uh, I didn't really know the course that well, but it's, it's kind of like a turn, maybe like 150 meters, another turn, and then the last 100 or so meters for the sprint or for the finish rather. And so Ben and I led into that first turn. And then I just put in a dig just to kind of get around and get that position for that last turn. And as I did that, Matt kind of came around, but I had the inside line for the final right-hand turn. And once I made that turn, I just, just cranked down, just go, went for it. And he, I thought Matt was going to come up on me, but he didn't really, and so I did a little turn right before the finish and saw that I'd had the lead and, and just kept going. And yeah, I wasn't, it was when I crossed the line, it was very much a surprise for sure. Was that move tactical? Did you know that you had to make that turn tight? Yes. Before? Yeah. You want, you want that position going into the final, it's just the inside line. You're just running less than the guy who's on your shoulder. And, and I think with Matt's case, the way I think about it with this race, I was thinking about the like yesterday, it's like, you know, Ben was really hot in the beginning of the race and he took it out hard and, and was pressing the beginning. And Matt kind of came up at the end of the race with a big effort. And I feel like mine was like the Goldilocks effort. It was just right so that I had a little bit more uh, at the finish. And, and thankfully, I uh, was able to use that. I mean, first non-draft Olympic race. Yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah. My first like pro one for sure. Yeah, right. Yeah, and, and I, know that distance. I, I, I know that distance, so it was a little more in my wheelhouse, for sure. So, yeah, well, yeah, definitely. Uh, many, many musical Matt and I together, uh, we, we were, uh, you know, Matt was in a train. And it's uh, it's amazing um, this, to see this win. And, and Matt, you know, your career has been anything less than, like, I'll call smooth. And, and I yeah, say that for with, sure. with a lot, I mean, just, just the, uh, the facts, right. And, and to see you win and you beat some guys that have got a ton of wins next to their name. Um, and, and Ben Canute, who's, who's really proving to be one of the most consistent, you know, I'll call it like non-draft, you know, anywhere from 11.3, um, highly, highly consistent. Um, where, where do you want to go from here? Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Racing and, and, you know, being able to beat a guy like Ben for me is, is huge. Yeah. He's, he's just so consistent and, and he knows how to race. Right. Like, like I said, when we were coming up at the end and I put that little surge in, he stayed, stuck with me. I was like, okay, I'm not going to like, this guy's going to destroy himself to beat me. So I needed to try and be as tactical. So again, good job to Ben for, for his huge effort. But yeah, I think from here, I'm, I'm this whole year is basically just kind of like, we'll dabble in whatever we can dabble in my life is very fluid at the moment um just trying to like figure things out i'm in school right now as well so trying to balance that too but i i'll jump into a couple more 70.3s this summer for sure that's that's the plan and matt clearly you've been you've been working on the because you know ben ben we know is super dialed um i would say 
you know, it, it seems that, uh, still developing this space, uh, it seems that you're, you were able to make some big progress since we wrote together. How did that happen? Yeah, they used to have a, a nickname uh, when we were riding together, I think. The, the, the old crystal, the crystal Cranks. Crystal Cranks is what they call me. And they still call me that, um, of course, because you'll never never let that down. But, uh, yeah, I've been working with my coach, Lance Watson, um, just to try and, you know, the time that I'm putting in on the bike and training, make it meaningful. Um, and a lot of, like, I did that Miami race and, and just got absolutely schooled uh, on the bike. And that was that was the reality of it. So, we kind of made some changes and, and just, yeah, put a little more emphasis on the bike for sure. And yeah, it, it was a lot better this time. I think, you know, if that had been a 70.3, maybe still don't have those miles in the legs, but uh, I, I'll just keep, keep developing that for sure. And then just for those that don't, I mean, your, your strongest leg is really swimming, right? I mean, I know that my T2 races where you had the allowance to really do a, to stroke over you know, around a corner and take take in what's um is how much are you swimming compared to what itu days and, and and are you able to kind of really minimize that to take time and grow like in the run yeah I, that's that's a good question um i'd say my whole training philosophy now like you know trying to do pro racing but also trying to get some school done is like what's the biggest roi for my time um and because I've invested a lot of time swimming over the years, you know, I was in swim club when I was a kid. So I, I've always got that, that base of technique. Um, so yeah, swimming is minimized, you know, I would say three times a week I've been swimming and I should, if I want to swim better, like I do need to swim more. Um, like, you know, a guy like Ben just roasted me yesterday. Uh, and, and that's because I'm not putting in the, I'd say the correct amount of time to, to be right there. But obviously if you're you know more dialed in the bike in the run maybe that kind of makes up for it a bit so i think that this whole last training block since miami was definitely a experiment and yeah it was cool to see it obviously paid off but literally just getting to the start line and seeing what this experiment yields is it's the biggest thing for sure so take that feedback and then just keep building on that i think okay and i think get a clear answer from you what's, what's next for you this season what's the next race yeah, seriously, I, I very, everybody's asked me, it's just like TBD, but I think maybe in uh, July, there's, I think there's a 7.3 in Oregon I may be doing. Um, so that's probably the next one that's potentially on the horizon. There's a 7.3 here in Boulder where, uh, where, where, where I'm living now. So I might have to do the local race and try to be a local hero for sure. Okay, great. Yeah, that's first weekend of August. So yeah. Yeah, 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 for oh. sure. So uh, that would be fun. That would be fun. I, I live not too far away from the actual race venue, so I could probably spin over on the bike uh, in the morning of. So when did you move to Boulder? Have you been there a while? Uh, yeah. So my, my fiance and I, Kirsten, kind of moved here full time back in December. Um, we got a place here. And yeah, I can understand why, you know, a lot of folks train here and live here and yeah, it's it's a pretty incredible spot, and I honestly don't feel like I've really scratched the surface of what it's actually like here for for the training. So I'm looking forward to just spending more time and uh, yeah, just exploring even more. Yeah, it's good. What do you have, Pat? You know, we do you want to get him to give us some predictions for St. George? I need we need predict we need we need to hear his, his predictions and kind of what's what's going what he 
Yeah, I, I don't have a good sense of, of the racing itself, but you know what I would like to see, I'd love to see Lionel win. Um, I think that'd be great for great for him as a Canadian, very biased towards him, and that's just the way it is. Um, and then I like the Norwegian guys, so you know, th- throw them on the podium, sure, sure. Amazing. Um, anything for the, anything for and, the women's uh, race? Yeah, I, I like Ann Ann Haug. Uh, I trained with her a little bit back in the day, and uh, yeah. she's she's a, just a great person. So you know, I, I'd I'd like to see her take take the win. Why not? Hey? She's she's great, yeah. but I I, mm-hmm. I don't follow it enough to make any kind of real good predictions. Heather Jackson, I like too. So toss her on the podium. Nice, nice. I like it. Well, Matt. Matt we <laughs> well, we won't keep you too long. We appreciate you coming on. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Thanks Can't for thank you enough, and, and, and congrats again. Enjoy your time in St. George. Amazing. Cool. All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys soon. We have a big week planned here in St. George, so be sure to keep tuning in. Um, we're going to do probably a race recap from Australia and a little deeper into St. Anthony a little later on in the week, and then uh, the live show on Wednesday. So be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you can be up to date on when that goes live. So talk to you later.